Manager for Sklo Center Region Library, right here in the heart of downtown State College, the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And yes, we are continuing on our podcasting adventure at Sklo. Uh, in case you didn't get a chance to hear our first episode, uh, a little bit about what we're trying to do here with our podcast. Uh, through interviews, discussions, conversations, we're just hoping to give you a little bit more information about some of the things happening at Sklo, some of the events we have coming up, some of the the services we provide, and some of the things we're involved in in the community. And just hoping to do it in a fun and informative way through this podcast. So we hope you get to enjoy it. Um, you know, Let us know. You can go on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. You have our website, skulllibrary.org. You can email us. Just let us know what, you're, what you think of it. And if you have ideas, let us know that too. So this week it's back to school time. Yes, uh, kids are either in school or getting ready to go to return to school, and we thought it would be a good time to talk about the Slow to School program. Uh, it's a relatively new program started about two years ago with the Mount Nittany Middle School. Uh, the Delta Middle School then became involved, and last year Park Forest Middle School became involved in the program. And basically, what it is is kids in those schools can get books, materials from SCLO, and they can get those books and materials delivered to their school libraries so they can get them there, and then when they're done, they can return them to their school libraries and they can come back to SCLO. Uh, Once the school year starts, it's kind of tough for kids and families maybe to come down to the library because, you know, kids are in school all day, five days a week. Um, it also helps in case school, the school libraries don't have a book or the book's checked out and, and um, the student wants that book. Sklo, with its vast collection, um, most likely has it. So it helps in that regard, too. Uh, the program received some recognition earlier this year. The Pennsylvania Library Association uh, gave the program an honorable mention for its best practices category. So it's a program that Sklo is hoping to continue gro- to grow and it, we're just very proud of it. it is, it's just been a great uh, relationship between the library and the school district. Uh, in today's podcast, I talked with Kathy Billett. She is the school librarian at Park Forest Middle School. So she was there last year when the program got started at Park Forest. And besides the, the program, the school to school program and the impact it's had on students, um, Kathy in this conversation also talks about what it mean, what's been like to be a school librarian. Uh, she's been a school librarian since the 1990s. She started in the York and Lancaster counties. She's been at Park Forest since 2000. So obviously she's seen a lot of changes, and I talked to her about that uh, in this interview. So hope you enjoyed my conversation with Kathy Billett of Park Forest Middle School, and you'll learn a little bit more about the Slow to School program. So the school year is right around the corner, depending on when people are hearing this, maybe the school year has already begun. Um, what's this time type, time of year like for you? Like, what are you doing to get prepared for the school year? It's actually pretty busy. Uh, first order of business is usually getting some orders together. So it's assessing 
what the needs were from last year, um, what new books are coming out, uh, reading those journals, reading the reviews, trying to get a sense of what our teachers need, what our students need, getting those orders together, getting supply orders together, updating the web page. And then a big thing is uh, we run a book program called Book Madness. Mm -hmm. Both middle schools do. And uh, it's making sure we have all those books read. It's getting that web page ready to go, getting all the materials for that program ready to go so we're ready to start right at the beginning of school. Oh, wow. It's a busy time. It is a busy time. And and my my partner, Dottie Delafield, over at Mountain Indy Middle School, she and I are also teaching a class next week. So it's getting ready for that. Okay. Um, do you do, is there anything you did at the end of last year to, do you like take, talk to students about things that they would like to see or uh, going into a new school year or whatever? I often have a a survey for students to complete at the end of the year, just to get a sense of what they liked, what they didn't like, what they'd like to see more of, maybe books they want to see in the collection. Mm -hmm. So I do kind of get a, I do an online survey uh, for some classes, and then I just kind of a face to face. How was your year, yeah. etc. Yeah. Now, how long you've been uh, a school librarian for? Um, like, how many years? I've been a school librarian since 1990, but okay. I've been in State College since 2000. 2000. Yeah. What I guess in that time have you noticed uh, different? Maybe about what I mean. You probably get asked, what are students like me reading now? What are some trends that you've noticed over the years? Um. Well, the, the big difference between libraries now compared to when I started is technology mm. in terms of the resources. Um, it's not just the card catalog versus the online catalog. It's also we used to have a very robust print reference section. And we, while we do still have a reference section, it's not as large, and that's because there's so much fabulous stuff that's out there that's online Mm -hmm. all the online encyclopedias and databases and and picture databases that that's they're just so easy to use and you get your information so fast Mm -hmm. we used to have a big magazine collection and we don't have that anymore Mm -hmm. because it seemed as soon as the students had those laptops in their hands Mm -hmm. that was the diversion they were looking for Mm -hmm. as opposed to the magazines in terms of trends for reading, um, it often it, it often is all about what the popular books are. So when something like uh, Harry Potter comes out, all of a sudden the interest is on the rest of fantasy fiction as well. Or when Fault in Our Stars comes out, everybody's uh, clamoring for a realistic fiction. And then when books like The Hunger Games and Divergent and Maze Runner come out, then they start looking for dystopian fiction. So often it, 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 it's all about what those popular titles are, and then students looking for, start looking for more of the same. Yeah. Do they, are they still reading like actual books, or are they more going to like a, a Nook, a Kindle, tablets? You know what's interesting? I remember, I remember about five years ago there was all these reports about the print book is dead, the mm. print book is dead, but I'm seeing statistics lately that says that ebooks are actually declining hmm. and print books are selling better. Hmm. Um, I forget what that report was, but it seems like our students want the print book in their hands, which hmm. is kind of my feeling as well. Yeah. While we do offer online ebooks and online audiobooks, um, I think the students still like to have that book in hand yeah. to, to read. Yeah. 
Now, because you're dealing with a lot of young adult, uh, do, do you read? Like, have you become a fan? Do you enjoy those books? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love middle school books. Yeah. Uh, um, it's very rare that I get to read the adult book that I want to read. <laughs> it's so funny because every year it's like. I look to the summer and I'll say, okay, this is the summer I'm going to read all classics, or I'm going to read all the Charles Dickens books. And then instead what happens is I read 50 middle school <laughs> library books, which is okay because right. they're great, but it always seems like I'm reading more of that, but it, they're so good. Yeah. So it's not like it's a chore. Yeah. What have you read this summer? What do you oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, for our, for our book program, our book madness program, I read all those books again. Um, I did read one adult book at the beginning of the summer called The Long and Far Away Gone. It's crime fiction. Okay. I love crime fiction. That was really good. Um, just this past week, I read... Deep Water by Watt Key, which is middle school adventure fiction. Okay. I read Ghost Boys. Uh, I reread one of my favorite science fiction books, House of the Scorpion okay. by Nancy Farmer. So those were all three of those were young adult books uh, they were from our middle school collection. Yeah. But I, I, I read a lot of books from our collection because it's you got to keep up. Oh, if, yeah. if my job is all about trying to sell these books to students or try to put the right book in somebody's hands mm-hmm. I have to really know the books yeah what um what made you uh, decide to go into this field yeah. well I always um, I always had a fondness for education my parents were teachers mm-hmm. so education was always a positive thing for me mm-hmm. and then my mom became a school librarian and mm-hmm. so that was kind of a an aha moment for me yeah where I was like well I can combine the two um, so I went into that, and um, I love it. I just love it. That's great. Um, well, the main reason you're here, I want to talk to you about the Slow to School program, which started last year at Park Forest, yes. and the year before it was at Mount Nittany. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about the program, the response you you got from the kids there? Right. Um, well, Lisa Collins was is my contact person yeah. at SCLO. Yeah. She's kind of the um, she's our head of patron author, services the, the author here. Author of the program, yeah. and it did roll out first at Mount Nittany Middle School, and mm-hmm. I believe at Delta. Uh, we implemented it last year around December, which. Um, thinking about it after the fact it was probably not the ideal time to roll it out because that's the time of the year where people are starting to think about upcoming holidays yeah. and vacations students are in schools a lot yes, yes. so i think if we roll it out the beginning of this year i think it's just going to snowball those kids that signed up were using it and i was getting positive feedback from them so that, that was good but i i think the the timing of the rollout even though it was well advertised and publicized yeah. Um, I think it was just a little bit lower on their priority list at, in, in the, the month of December. Okay. How many kids did you... You know, I, I don't have that number. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was not a real high number. Right. Um, but again, there was kind of a steady See, stream coming yeah. in from SCLO. Once they have signed up for the program, it's kind of just, you know, they're the ones making their request through SCLO, SCLO sending the books to us, and... Um, I don't really see that that interaction between them and SCLO. We're just kind of the delivery vehicle. Yeah. Once the book arrives in our building, we get it into the students' hands. Yeah. What were um, some of the reasons maybe the kids were saying that they liked the program or what um, 
well, the opportunities of, they gave. Yeah, yeah, some of the students just don't get a chance to physically get to Sclow. Yeah. I think their parents are busy, mm-hmm. and they can't always drive them downtown. Um, some kids do live a, a good distance away. Our kids that live in Stormstown or Warriors Mark. Um, now, a lot of our kids, um, those that feed through Coral Street, some of them can actually walk downtown and, right. and visit Sclow. But for some of our kids who live a little bit more remotely, uh, this is their this is their access point to Sclow. It's fabulous. That's great. I remember the old days. Um, this is kind of off point. Mm-hmm. I remember the old days. This is like years and years ago, where we used to try to figure out the bookmobile route, mm, yeah. so that to see whether that student could get to the bookmobile, and that would be their chance to access Sclow. Yeah. So this is just wonderful in terms of them getting to get a hold of Sclow's resources mm-hmm. if they can't actually get to Sclow. And they have a lot of books here that we don't have. Yeah. So the stuff I would see coming in from Sclow, most of it was titles that we didn't have in our collection. Okay. So it just kind of expanded the opportunities for them. Yeah. Um, sometimes I would see some titles come in that we did have, but I think it was a case where our copies were checked out mm-hmm. and they figured they'd get it quicker from Sclow. Okay. So I think for them... It, we have so many voracious readers. I think for them, just having just globs and globs of opportunity for different kinds of books, I think it's just a, a wonderful thing. Yeah. How big is uh, your collection now? Um, uh, this is going to be not oh. accurate. Well, ballpark. Yeah. I'd say like 15,000, something okay. like that. Yeah. So you have that and then add to what Sclow has. I mean, that, that's a pretty Which good... Which is yeah. enormous, right? Yeah. So if I, was, uh, if I was in their shoes and all of a sudden I had access to Sclow's books, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like over the moon. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Did you get, um, I mean... The kids get excited when the books would come in and, and have and yeah, they get to... Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I often was not the delivery person. It would right. come into the library, and then my, my aide and my parent would mm-hmm. also be, often be the one to deliver it. But uh, absolutely, they're and always it, excited when that book they request gets into their hands. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they're genuinely excited. Yeah. How do... So you think beginning of the school year, kids will get uh, the information? Yeah, so as I'm... I think being in the school year, as I see all the classes, right. um, just telling them what we have to offer, but then the school to school program is something that I will incorporate. Yeah. And that's when they're really receptive to what what does this library have to offer me? Right. And I think when they hear that, I think that's just going to be like, what? What? Yeah. And it's so easy because uh, they devised a really easy sign-up form that you can do online. Mm-hmm. takes like less than a minute. And then SCLO actually mails the library card to the student because mm-hmm. the student has to get their own library card, card yeah. Card, yeah. yeah. And then once they have their library card in that number, they can just go on to Sclo's website and start requesting books. Right, that's great. How many do? Is it one day a week that students get access to the your I, to our library? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's a flexible thing in oh, terms in terms of classes coming in. That's mm-hmm. also kind of flexible, but. For a sixth grade example, um, most of our sixth grade classes come in once a week. Okay. Seventh and eighth grade, it's more of um, a sporadic thing. It's yeah. kind of a- as it suits their needs. We have a flexible schedule. Okay. So they can schedule whenever it works for them. But students on their own, independently, can come in every yeah. day. We're open 15 minutes before school starts. Oh, great. So they can hang out in the library and look for books. They can come in during their lunch. Mm. They often come in during our last period of the day, which is a little bit more flexible time for them. Yeah. So if they really want to use the library, they, there's plenty of 
of times during the day they can do that. That's great. My uh, my oldest son will be over there in a couple of years, so like <laughs> already goes to Coral Street now, so Alrighty. that'll be good. Um, um, I guess I want to ask you one thing. I'm trying to maybe start asking our guests are um, books that have influenced you. Um, do you have a favorite book grow- growing up, or what was a book that maybe really? impacted your life. You know, growing up, well, I think about um, when I was growing up, there there weren't the options that students have nowadays, but I know certain books did stand out. Books like, this is going to really date me, uh, The Little House on the Prairie books and uh, Anne of Green Gables, Mm -hmm. and I remember loving The Witch of Blackbird Pond. Oh, wow. Um, I think once you start getting those good books in your hands, you just, just, oh my gosh, I love this. You're looking for for more of the same. So those were some really fond ones from my childhood. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned some of the ones that kids are reading now, a little yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yes, right. But still, do they get that? Do you see that excitement in their eyes? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I, it, it's so funny. And middle schoolers are just, they're a unique breed. <laughs> um, you know exactly what they're thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. And when they get excited, they get I see I see kids jumping up and down and squealing and yeah. oh they've got this book and um, just genuine excitement. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's great. Well, Kathy, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Um, good luck this school year. Thank you for having me, David. <laughs> yeah. It was nice chatting with yeah. you today. And we're looking forward to the bringing books over to Park Forest and Mountain Any Middle awesome. School. Awesome. Thank you much for thank you so much for what you do. All right, take care. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Kathy Billett, Park Forest Middle School Librarian, and learned a little bit more about the Slow to School program. If you happen to be a middle school student who goes to Mount Nittany, Park Forest, or the Delta Middle School, or a parent or guardian of someone who goes there, uh, look for that information. It's a, it's a great program. All you need is a library card, and you can start having uh, SCLO books delivered right to the school, and you can bring them back to the school, and they come back to SCLO. So it's a, it's a great program, especially if you, can, you know, if it's if it's tough to come down to SCLO during the school year. Uh, it, uh, as I said earlier, it one got some recognition from the Pennsylvania Libraries Association. So it's a program the library is really proud of and hoping to continue and and just uh it's it's been a great relationship between the library and the school district and there is a back to school celebration happening september 16th here from 2 to 4 p.m in the children's department uh celebrate the start of the school year with activities from our favorite books like pete the cat don't let the pigeon drive the bus and if you take a moose to school so that's 2 to 4 p.m september 16th there's free developmental screenings september 7th in our children's activity room that's uh, 9 a.m to 11:30 a.m we have a lunch and learn event coming up september 21st it's from uh it starts at noon it's with attorney amos goodall he's going to be talking about charitable donations in the new millennium so that's uh, september 21st you can look for that starting at noon and uh, if you follow us on facebook you know so we have a cool author visit coming up in october october 22nd stephanie powell watts is coming here it's at 6 30 and she won the naacp image award for outstanding literary work it's for a book no one is coming to save us uh, it was one recognized as one of the best books last year by Entertainment Weekly, uh, W Magazine, Red Book, a couple other publications. So that is a that's going to be a really good visit. We look forward to that. We're hoping to have her talk to her on this podcast uh, before her visit. 
So check out our website, sclolibrary.org, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for all the information on events coming up. Our newsletter, our next one should be coming out uh, early September. They'll have the fall calendars and, uh, and everything else happening for the rest of the year. The calendars will be to December, so hard to believe 2018 will be winding down. And just a reminder, the library will be closed Labor Day weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So if you want books, DVDs, whatever, for the final weekend of summer, uh, unfortunately, um, come to the library by Friday if you want to get stuff for the long three-day weekend. So we hope you're enjoying this podcast. Uh, Let us know how we're doing here. And until our next episode, we hope to see you at the library.